Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Des Bishop Podcast. Well, we have a guest, first guest in a while. It's exciting because uh, I got. It's exciting for me because I got a little giddy about meeting this fella because he's the first Irish Peloton instructor, Daniel McKenna. And um, I was surprised that more Irish people weren't aware of him. I wasn't. So I was, surpri- I was surprised I wasn't aware of him. And uh, we met up. He gave me some great information about my injury. And uh, anyway, I asked if he could do the pod. And I had to go through Peloton corporate um and i'm a peloton fan so i'm not faking it but um i did have to get permission it's very rare that i have to do that so that was kind of cool now um after we recorded this interview uh peloton you know had a bit of like i guess you know they had some stuff going on in the press we do not talk about that and i'm not interested in that so uh in case you're waiting for a bit of uh a bit of drama a bit of tea about Peloton. It's not in this conversation. It's really just the conversation about how he ended up uh, in the States, uh, going from a Monaghan County player to uh, a full-time Peloton instructor uh, with ever-growing social media following and uh, kind of fortuitous um, pandemic things that went on for him. And uh, it's an indulgence for me because I I love fitness and uh, it's a fun chat. And uh, I think he's excited too to get the word out to Ireland that he's doing well abroad. Uh, nothing else to report from me, really, other than the show's going great. I just actually did two nights in Nice. Got great feedback, and I have it. I, I think I think the show is like ninety six percent there. I know it's crazy to say because I started doing it in early twenty twenty, but I had it pretty close before the pandemic, and then it took me it took me a little bit to get it right again. I think I think it's 95 I'm going to say. 95% there. A couple of tweaks that I could do. I've been a little lazy this week. I think there's a couple of tweaks that are due, but all in all I'm pretty happy. And uh it's it's very emotional for the audience. And um I think these last two weeks I've managed to ramp up the emotion. Like not like in a cheap way, but I'm I'm allowing it to hang there when it when it's supposed to. I'm allowing people to get into their feelings about their own experiences with grief and relationships with their parents and loss. And uh, so do check out the show, Mia Mama, desbishop.net forward slash tour dates. Um, also, I'm obsessed with the Julia Fox Uncut Jobs, which uh, if you don't know about that, then the joke that I put up on Instagram and TikTok won't make sense. But I was very happy because it went viral. But I was also quite surprised because, well, when I say viral, like it did well on TikTok, you know, it's getting 
it's getting up there towards the million. Um, but so if you haven't seen this thing that's going around, Julia Fox is a very sort of funny accent. She's just recently was with Kanye or Yee, and uh, she has a kind of an annoying voice. But Alex Cooper from Call Her Daddy asks her if she's Kanye's muse. And then she says, what is a muse? And she was like, well, I was Josh Safdie's muse on Uncut Jams. Jams. And so this then went crazy viral and everybody's doing their versions of Uncut Jams. And uh, so I was thinking, you know, when something becomes that known, Uncut Jams, I thought of, a, I was coming back from the coffee shop yesterday and I thought of a funny joke where I would say, uh, this is a message for all the uncircumcised men in the world. From now on, when people refer to our penises, they have to call it uncut jams, uncut jams, and uh, it, I thought it was funny, and uh, it did well. But what what shocked me was how much controversy talking about an uncircumcised penis would bring. My God, there's huge debates going on on my TikTok, particularly of uh, some people calling circumcision genital mutilation. Uh, and then the opposite side of people being like that a uncircumcised penis is the most disgusting thing and that you're uh, essentially sentencing your child to a lifetime of embarrassment because they have the skin that God gave them, their natural penis, uh, and everything in between from discussions about cleanliness and smells and smegma and all this kind of stuff. It was a very funny because, you know, I, I've I think I've talked about it before, but... I was the only uncircumcised one of my three brothers because I was born in London. Um, so I was always aware that I, I was a little different in the States. Of course, I, I, I was here. I'm normal in Ireland. Uh, we are, Most of us are, are hooded. Most of us need... What was that? The, the, as, what was that ASBO? What was that? The, that, 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 that rule they brought in in the UK for like people with... You could use it to stop people wearing hoodies. Well, you'd need an ASBO for, for my penis now. Fine hoodie on it. Um, but anyway, uh, do check that out. I think there's a, I think there's an episode in that. I might get like a public health person to discuss the pros and cons of circumcision. I mean, I've looked it up, you know, and, um, you know, I don't, I don't, I, 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 this podcast episode is quite long, so I don't need to get into it, but I think I will in the future look into the history of circumcision uh, from a health uh, perspective and obviously from a religious perspective. And a lot of it is religious, which is ridiculous. But I would lean towards the sort of, I'm not very passionate about it, but I would lead towards the sort of genetic mutilation side. You know, I, I think it's kind of strange that we circumcise people, but you know, um. Uh, let's not get into it. Anyway, uh, do check that out and uh, enjoy Daniel McKenna. He's on Instagram at the Irish Yank, um, which we talk about again at the end. Uh, hit me up on Instagram at Des Bishop. Des Bishop Five is my TikTok, by the way, and um, uh, Facebook.com forward slash Des Bishop. I'm in Kells tonight. Probably some of you will listen to this before that. So Kells, County Meath tonight, and then Port Leash Thursday. Uh, Friday, I'm in Greystones, but that's sold out. But the funny thing about that is keep your eye on that because they're continuing to have limited capacity at the Whale Theater. So 
they they may with this enfit recommendation they may release some tickets this week but currently that's sold out and then there are some tickets left for letter kenny on saturday in the ungreen on theater so uh check that out and uh yeah i'll talk to you at the end of the app so Dan- daniel daniel mckenna yes the the irish yank that's right yeah i, I i'm a fan of that because i was the yank in boarding school yeah so uh welcome welcome to the podcast for a happy birthday by the way thanks very much i appreciate that if uh my voice sounds a wee bit raspy it's because we drank for a long time yeah you had a, <laughs> you had a good weekend you're 30 you you're 30 i am as of a friday past there yeah 30. I, I remember uh 16 years ago my my 30th birthday I remember thinking it was momentous. <laughs> and now, of course, I laugh at myself for thinking that it was momentous because I've since had the 40th. Right. And I'm, I'm even closer to the 50th. <laughs> but the good news is that I think, I think your 30s is kind of like... 30s is like the best decade. So I've, so I've been told, everybody who's there like, just said, oh, you're in your 30s, you're on the third floor. It's even better than the second floor. So I'm Yeah, no, so. I mean, and you know, because you're a very fit guy, which is what obviously we're going to talk. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to introduce you properly now in a sec, but just because yeah. we're talking about your 30th birthday, uh, you know, it's, it, your 30s in 2022, I feel like is really, you know, like peak time. You know, you're, you're, you're still, you're a single guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's really, especially in New York, I mean, I think you're really about to thrive. That's the goal now, to be honest. <laughs> you know, I, th- I, I think this is this is really the the beginning of the best time of your life. You know, and seeing as you're from Monaghan, yeah, it's all uphill up the farm. <laughs> it is literally, <laughs> it's all it's all up from here, man. Literally, yeah, yeah. You, you want your life to Monaghan, all you're going up a hill, yeah. Right. So right. you know, so this podcast, honestly, it's more it's more Irish listeners than than American listeners. So let let, let me indulge the Irish listeners early on right? right so of course i've gotten to know you now because i was quite excited that you're the first irish peloton instructor that's right right there's never there's no other irish from ireland right no yeah so that's a big deal big deal yeah no no fake i don't even are there any like actual irish americans on there well everybody in america thinks they're irish no i know um, that's what i, I that's, <laughs> that's what i mean you know because i grew up thinking i was irish before the irish very unpolitely told me that that was not the case no. but <laughs> but but uh but I, I, obviously, I know you're you're, you're proper, Irish. I, proper. I have to say, listening to your accent, I'm surprised that Peloton went for you as the first Irish. Le- you think they would have gone for somebody with with a more gentle accent? They've really no. gone full. No, they were like, we're going all <laughs> in here. We're going to get a buy that you, nobody will really not understand. Only, not only can we not understand, he's the most Irish-looking person that's ever been created. Literally, <laughs> literally. Look up Irish in the dictionary; you'll see a picture of me, <laughs> which is great. You know, which is I great. Love it. Honestly, I love it. I love it. But anyway, in in, in all seriousness, that, that that was the that was the exciting thing, and that, you know. What, what what annoyed me, and I said this to you when we had lunch last week, was I was annoyed that I wasn't aware of you. Yeah, you know, and I feel like you've been you've been under celebrated in Ireland for the achievement because let's face it, Peloton is really one of the Literally. most successful fitness companies. Like these yeah. days, twenty twenty two. By the way, I'm a Peloton bike owner, yes. so I've I've always been big Peloton a, guy, a Peloton stan. That's right. Even though I, I only started using the word stan about four <laughs> months ago. But I, I've always been a Peloton stand. Uh, but I mean, you know, these days Peloton's pretty high profile. Yeah. Even though Ireland doesn't have Peloton bikes yeah. yet, you know, Ireland is not like a, a country where Peloton is yet. I guarantee you, everybody in Ireland knows about Peloton. Yeah. And I know for a fact that as they become aware that there's an Irish Peloton instructor, there's going to be some excitement about it. Yeah. 
So it, it annoyed me when I found out about you because I, I was shocked that I didn't know. Yeah, you're like, oh, damn, fuck. No, so I mean, I know you're not, you're not a bike. I know you're not a yeah, bike so guy. I'm the bike, I'm the so that that, the that makes yeah. sense. But I, I didn't mean it from the point of view of no. my own Peloton use, yeah. which has been restricted due to a, a groin strain, which I've bored my listeners about. Yes. But <laughs> but in terms of in terms of uh, you, yeah, I was annoyed that I you know I wasn't aware of it. Well, so we I was, changed that pretty quick, didn't we? I was excited. Yeah. Well, yeah. You hooked me up with a physio. You know, you, you are very much like uh, I realize here that you're very connected to kind of like the the Irish. Mafia here, yeah, and yeah. The, when I say mafia, of course I'm joking. Yes, right? we're not talking about the mafia. We're yeah, talking about the, the too, networking. Yeah, we're too lazy to be a mafia. Like my brother's we're literally too about too to, drunk. To my, be my younger brother's literally about to get a job as a doorman that came through the GA. I mean, yeah. there is there is some, there is some connection. It's technical. unbelievable. It's like you know, here, how long? I know a man who knows a man about a dog. Here, how long? Give me a second. I'll ring you tomorrow. <laughs> so anyway, I wanted to indulge the Irish audience because. You're, you're, you're hitting your 30s now. You're a Peloton instructor. This is this stage of your life, which is very high-profile, New York, fancy fitness life. But you come from a more traditional oh, Irish yeah. fitness life in that you were you did play county for Monaghan, yeah. correct? Yeah. yeah. Proper county, right? Not, yeah. Not junior? No, no, no. I played for Monaghan. I was, uh, played for like the county. I was joint captain, county minors, and then under 21 for four years, and then senior since I was 19. And when did you finish up? Uh, I think it was 25. I moved into Chicago in 2016. So I played from 19 to 25 for the county. Oh, right. And what what was the highest level of success? Because I, I feel like Monaghan's had a pretty good decade. Yeah, we won one of the Ulsters. Um, I was on the, the second time we beat Donegal that time. I was on the panel. Good yeah, time. and winning Ulster is a big deal. Uh, winning Ulster is a massive deal. Yeah, it's very, it is a very hard. I think it's the hardest provincial title to win out of the four. Um, and it's uh, you're and coming we, out of that. You're coming out of there, you know. You're, you're coming doing out right of thing. the tough. Yeah, you know, people used them hardy boys up there. Not yeah, the, not, yeah, they not against to, soft boys down in Cork. Yeah, ex- yeah, ex- you know, because you have to have skill in 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 Munster, whereas Ulster, in uh, yeah. in, yeah. in Monaghan, you just have to get, like not care about your body. Be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the shady in front of her. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I'm kidding, but you did come out of it. You you kind of came at the tail end of that, like. Probably unfairly unfair criticism of that Ulster style, which yeah. was pretty tough. Yeah, yeah, it, was just, it is, and it, it you, you just you don't really want to be too soft now. If you're yeah, playing. yeah, and I mean, I'm not like a sports podcast guy, yeah. but uh, you know, I mean, it's fun to indulge in a little bit of a GA chat. Looking back now, thirty year old head, you got a lot more information <laughs> yeah. connected with this what physical therapist that you connected me with. You understand about movement? Yes. What do you wish? Because I know you had a bad injury when you were like 21 or something, because I have the same injury now. But what do you wish you could have told yourself a lot. with 10 years of, I mean, you got high level information yeah. there. You, you know, you've, you've been exposed to a lot. Yeah. Like, what are the things you wish you could have told yourself back then? And also told the trainers, which to be honest, 10 years on, they probably know a lot more now anyway. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I would have said, go out for more pints. <laughs> <laughs> go on out and have the crack yeah, a bit more. Yeah. You probably would have said, to be honest, in, when you're 20, yeah. you can do this. Go. So do it as much yes. as you Because when you're 30, <laughs> you can't do it as much. When you're 30, uh, it's not going to be possible. You mean that time you didn't go out for pints? Yeah, you should have went out for pints. That would have been the first thing you would have told yourself. But uh, no, yeah, I definitely would have said it a lot different, uh, you know, the, the technique and training and, and more looking after yourself and just even the difference. More strength stuff, more too, right? Str- yeah, de- more strength stuff. Like, you, it's funny, you know, when remember back, was that 2010? It was all bench press and squat and biceps. Like, that was kind of, that yeah, was kind of, that you, was it. Yeah, got because tight fit shirt, got it, it, fit it, arms. Exactly, so that you could go out on a Saturday yeah, night yeah. and look, look good in a tight fit shirt. And when you go to Tenerife, <laughs> 
Sun's out, guns Sun's out. Sun's out, guns out. It was hard. Like the gym wasn't really for like getting better football. It was more, I got to look well with this tight yeah, foot shirt. You got yeah. to work on your thighs. That's a lot of things Americans don't understand is that you're, day, you're exposing day. a lot more leg as a GA yeah, player yes. than you would as a, as a say, a, an NBA player. Yes. The NBA yeah. player only has to worry about his calves. Yeah, literally. A GA player has to literally worry about the crease in his arse. Literally. It's, 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 so, yeah. it's so short. Whenever you know? we were, I wore the shorts over here a few times in the gym and like the looks you get, it's just unbelievable. Because I, I'm I'm Greenwich Village here, or the gym was in either Greenwich or Chelsea, and like they're very. There's a lot of more women in the gym, and a lot of gay guys in the gym. Like yeah. not as many like young straight fellas ever. So when you're wearing them shorts, you get attention from both the gay guys and the women. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and the like, girls are like, where can I get them shorts? Yeah, but that's it. You 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 could, you could create a whole new fashion. <laughs> I'm telling you. Which which of course you know, I think that uh, what's his name Connell. On normal people, probably actually uh, brought a bit of a stylishness to yeah. the to the O'Neill shorts. Yeah. Even though I believe in the book he was a rugby player in the in the in the film in the show they 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 made him a GAA guy. But uh, yeah, he made them fashionable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so um, yeah, because the other thing I wanted to ask you about was like burnout. Just because, like, that's a, a big thing that always comes up on, like, uh, second captains and stuff like yes, that. Yes, yes, Do you yes. think that's a real thing? Uh, I do. I definitely do. Um, they can be, it's, yeah, coming from that uh, time where I was playing on four different teams at the one time, you can definitely, like, there's not enough emphasis on recovery, I find. You know, yes. I think, you know, 10 years ago in the GA, they were trying it, but it, wasn't really happening you know i think a lot more nowadays they're they're focusing on recovery a bit but that, i think the burnout is is real but i think that if they had i don't know a few like a more uh break sometimes like a week or two off here and there spread out throughout the year instead of just gung-ho as long as possible and then hope for the best it might help but i definitely do think there's a bit of burnout but i think if we focus on a wee bit more on recovery it would make it go a long way definitely yeah go a long way educating the ga a bit more on even just after a session, like instead of just going in the shower and going home or going for a pint upstairs in the club room, like I think if there was an emphasis on recovery after the session at least once a week, it would go a long way. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know, but I would like to think that there's been a lot of evolution even in that 10 years. Yes, massive evolution. Like there's a lot, the trainers are, are more savvy now. They actually know and they want to go and learn and then they want the, even the players themselves now, obviously Instagram's a big thing. Like we didn't have Instagram back in the day. Like so, you know that the information is just so ready there. Yes, it's very. It's obviously there's a lot has happened. A lot has changed now. Yeah, because I I I I think that has a lot to do with it. And I feel like in Ireland, before we talk about you coming over here, the last thing I want to say is, like I feel like Irish people care a lot more about fitness than they used to, and I definitely think that the generation coming through now, like people in their early twenties, like they drink less. They're definitely more into fitness. Yeah. They're definitely more into their image. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pros and cons. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 I feel like it's been kind of like a revolution, like a like a later revolution in Ireland than say in the United States. Yeah. Because I when I was twelve, we were like bench pressing. But like when I went to Ireland, nobody was like cared about their body. Whereas now, like I feel like. Yeah. I feel like the average GA player can't wait to take his top off at the end of a match. Literally. Whereas like <laughs> 20 years ago, they'd be like, put that second thing back oh, on. What? Look at that Egypt there taking his top They're off. all ripped now. Yeah. Back in the day, they were like strong looking, but like in yeah. a way of like, this guy was digging holes yeah. all yeah, week. Fork, yeah, yeah, fork, yeah, he's fork digging fork holes yeah. all week. Yeah. Yeah. And now, and so he's got like big shoulders, but he's not like ripped. Whereas yeah. now they all take their shit. They're all ripped. Yeah, the tanning beds do so a great a, job. There's a, there, there, 
but but that's a good thing, isn't it? Right, that the the the, the focus on fitness, even just in everyday society, yeah. ha, ha, has been a positive. There's definitely been a big change. Like, and that, on I kind of come back to it again, like the whole Instagram, like just you got to look well for your Instagram post. We're going to Tenerife now. I got to look well. Yeah, not for the football match and go you know, on Saturday. No, next week we're going to Tenerife. Got to look well. <laughs> so why did you emigrate? Um, so I'm lucky enough. I'm I was born in the Bronx. I know I don't look it or sound it, but I was born in the Bronx. You do so, to me. Uh, I've been up there. You've been up there. I've been up to Katona <laughs> well, Avenue. Like, <laughs> well, it depends. If you go on two streets, yeah, you're say I was definitely born if you're on any other street in the Bronx. You'd be like, no, this boy's not from here. But uh, yeah, I was born in the Bronx, um, and then I was my both parents are Irish, so I was here till about maybe four, three or four, and then went back to Ireland. Oh right. So um, so what? 2016. Like what was it about then? Um, so the, the Jordanstown degree the degree didn't work no, out. No, Jordanstown didn't last too long. Now. Uh, oh, you didn't finish? No, it did not. Oh, right. Okay. I was doing so. I was doing. <laughs> I was doing mechanical engineering. Oh, right. That didn't last long at all. Uh, that was just straight over my head. Um, but sure, it wasn't. Uh, not, it wasn't your. Call it was my pro. It wasn't just my fault. But uh, in set in school, like the boy who was meant to be saying, you know, you should do this course in this college or whatever. He said, yeah, to go do this is great. Evan, he told me was wrong. Like it was the hardest course I've ever heard in my life. Like, yeah, yeah, that's shit. like you can't, you can't like fake that. No, you can't fake. I went in, sat there the first day, and I'm like, oh fuck, you know, I made, I messed up here. Like, yeah, but I, I did a year, and then, but it was a real handy year. Like it was a, it was a four or five year course. Like, and the first year was pure handiness. No, so I did the wrong course, and then I went to change it in the second year to uh, clean energy because you know renewable energy and yeah. save the world and save the penguins and all. So, but that didn't happen because I didn't get into that course. So in uh, 2012, I had no job, no course, no nothing. Oh, <laughs> so, right. So uh, I was in Boston for the summer when I got the email, and they're like, pretty much, I have no job or a course or whatever. So I went back home and uh, started my electrical. So I was a tradesman. I was an electrician. So from 2012 to 2016, I did a four-year apprenticeship back home in Ireland. And just as it finished in 2016, Chicago the Wolfstones uh, football team in Chicago reached out to me and was like, do you want to come out and play for us? Right, so and you did have that so, GAA connection yes. to coming over here. Yeah, so I played in Boston in 2012. For, that was the GAA connection, played with the McInespies in Boston. For unbelievable time, unreal. And then four years later, I went to Chicago and played with the Wolfstones. And then in 2017, came to New York and played for Sligo because when I had the passport, it was so easy for me to come over and back. Like They didn't, have, still, they didn't have to worry about visas no, at, and stuff. At no time during all this... Were you thinking that fitness was going to be your career? No. Not, not at all? Not even, no, not even, nothing, no. So it, where was your head at with fitness? Just keeping fit? Playing yeah, the so, so my mum is a PE teacher. Oh, right, okay. So, so it wasn't your genes. Fit, yeah, it's in my, like, mommy was, uh, mommy lived here, my both parents lived here in, in the uh, 80, 81 to 96, and mum was, like, the captain of, like, the soccer team, the Gaelic football team, the Camogie team. Like, she was, like, one of the best players in New York in the 90s, 80s, 90s. Unbelievable. So I got them jeans in me, thank God. But, uh, so I was always fit, always doing fit, fitness. And then I was the guy that was always in the gym. So when we were playing, like, under 16s and minors and all that, 21s, I was always in the gym. But again, you know, he's bicep curls for the night out just as much as the, as yeah, the fitness, yeah, yeah. you know. But, so I was always in the gym. So when I came to New York... I was going to the gym just like stress relief. You know, you go five, six times a week. Yeah. I was working as an electrician. Um, so I came here in February 2017. So it was actually five years this week. Oh, right. Wow. That I'm in, in, uh, in New York. Right. There, literally. So 
Um, but I, that's another story now. If you want me to get into into it, I, the, like the transition from construction to yeah, I do. Fitness. That's what I, that's basically yeah. what I'm alluding to. Yeah. So how how did that come about? Yeah. So I was an electrician for what five, six, seven years. Came here, did it, and <laughs> it's a great trade. Over it here. is great trade over here, but I'm not. I, I said this before. I'm not going to name any names. The, the any of the bad names. I'll name the good names who helped me. But I'm you don't not, even name any names. I'll not name any bad you, names. You can just say some people helped you. Some people helped me, and then some people. But were you a local one guy here? No, I was a non-union. 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 So I was working for a by Irish company, and let's just say they didn't look after me too well. Right. Okay. And the boy, the super who was over me, was an absolute. Am I allowed to curse on this? Am I? Yeah. An absolute dickhead. <laughs> so he was. He was the worst ever seen. Anyway, but anyway. Uh, worked from February 17 to May 2018, worked for this company. It was just over a year. And it got it got to a point where I was just like, fuck this. I hate this. Like, going in every day, it was just shite. I, at the exact same time, I was getting physio for my groin problem, yes. which you know all which about. Which we, we, we talked about, yeah. yeah. get into him in, in a second or whatever. But anyway, I was going to a physio who became a friend of mine. Not the same guy, he yeah. was a different guy. He was in, in New Jersey, Edward, New Jersey. So I was going to see him, and he had a physical therapy comp tra- place, whatever, and he was looking for a personal trainer to work there. Right. I was going to the gym the whole time, like I knew about fitness, whatever, so I was like, I'd love a job as a personal trainer. So it, this all happened very fast. It was a Tuesday morning, 9 a.m., never forget it. The boy, the dickhead, came in, and I literally goes, fuck you, grabbed my tools and walked out, quit that day. Rang your ma- my physio friend. I goes, uh, do you have a job for me? I can start tomorrow. And he goes, yeah, come on over. That he couldn't pay me enough to like survive in New York. So um, the second phone call I made was to my other friend Bonnie Duffy, who's a flooring company here in New York. I goes, Bonnie, I'd mentioned it to him like a few weeks beforehand about possibly leave. Yeah, because you weren't we weren't happy. Yeah. yeah, and then I goes, Bonnie, any chance of a job? He goes, yeah, meet meet uh, Declan tomorrow morning at eight a.m. in such a place. So I quit one job, and within two phone calls, I had two jobs the next day. That was May 18. So I worked two jobs, fucking 16-hour days, like just real long for all of 2018, from May to December. And you were living in Manhattan? Or so you- I was living in Sunnyside, Queens. Right. You're living the real Irish immigrant life. Oh, up the Irish spice. Great spot. Sunnyside, powerful. Yeah. Some spot. Actually, as I love to say. But anyway, lived. So I was go from Sunnyside into the city. I'd work flooring from like... 8 a.m., 7, 8 a.m. until 2 or 3 p.m. Get the bus from Port Authority. If anybody's been to New York knows how much of a wonderful place yeah, yeah. Port, Authority Port Authority is. Yeah, Port Authority. Anyway, how to get a bus from Port Authority through the tunnel all the way up to Edgewater in New Jersey, which is up beside the GW Bridge, George Washington Bridge. Right. Train people then at my friend's gym from 3 p.m. till 9 p.m. And then I had to get a narrow forget at the 9.36 p.m. bus from Edgewater all the way back down Jersey through the tunnel into Port Authority and then walk through the tunnel to get to the 7 train to go out to Queens which took another half an hour and then walk 15 minutes to the apartment so it was just pure torture but it had to be done yeah there was no other option like I had to do this to to survive and at this time like just answer your question I still didn't know what was going on and which direction I was going in it was just blind faith I think my other my friend Nicky like Cass this, said this still today. At this stage, though, were you thinking like I'm going to lean into the fitness? Yeah, that's sort of strange. You weren't just thinking this is a handy gig to go up to. At the, yeah, no, no, it was far from handy gig. And was now, this guy helping you? Like, yeah. was this guy 
Yeah, he was, te- yeah, he was teaching me. So he was teaching me his way of training, or whatever. But I gave you, and I come back to the electrician a lot here, where common sense and you, you just figure it out. Like, because the electrician job is there's a problem, where's the solution? Like, you so figure you, it out. So you're, you're looking at the ligaments and the muscles, with yeah. the red yeah. wire and the green wire. Yeah, literally. I'm like, <laughs> what's wrong here? How can I figure? If we do this, does this help? Yeah, okay, let's do that again. After eight months of doing this and earning peanuts, you're kind of like, where am I going with this? Like, so, yeah. um, Got to a point where I couldn't go any further either, and I was like, it was, "It's this fucking wild. It's like blind faith, where you know you just need to get up every day, go to work, and do this, but you don't know where you're going or what's going to happen. You just know something good's going to happen. So I had a saying: think good shit, and good shit will happen. So I just that was, had a, that was my saying: get up every day and think good shit, because good shit's going to happen. But I didn't know what was going to happen. Blind faith, like I just knew something good was going to happen. So come the end of 2018. I did a, a New York sports club reached out to me on a Tuesday and were like, would you come and do a photo shoot for us on Thursday? Because the memory I was going to the gym just five, six times a week. Oh, so that was your gym? Uh, the, uh, yeah, it was, it was in Sunnyside. It was the closest yeah, one. Right, right, right. 10 bucks, 20 bucks a month. So I just go there and I was tagging them, posting them, tagging them, whatever. So they'd reached out and were, the thing was all of uh, the people in the photo shoot were members of the gym. It wasn't like going out and getting like... Influencers, models, influencers. Yeah. It was we want models from the gym, and I was like, great. So that was great. That was November first, thousand eighteen. I did that photo shoot. Exactly a year later, I got the keys to this apartment here in Greenwich Village. Because what happened? Because from that photo shoot, I spoke to the guy on the, who was over, like he was one of the big guys in your sports club. I was like, I need a job, or I need a a gym to train all my clients in. I had no clients. Oh, you made it up. I made it up, and I. So was like, you literally just. Put it out there that you were yeah. a personal yeah. trainer. Yeah, I was a personal trainer and I need, and he was like, oh, there's this gym in, on 16th and 6th in your sports blast grade. You go train your clients, you can teach classes. Do you teach classes? I was like, oh, I teach classes 100%. Not a bother to me. Best fucking class teacher you'd ever get. I didn't teach a class yet. No wow, class. So you were a spoofer. You <laughs> oh, your- I was like, I, I was charmed by this. Sorry, he didn't even know what I was saying half the time. But I was, he, he emailed me in the email to the boss of the gym whose name is Heather, lovely woman. She's one of my best people I met since I got here so going in for the interview with her she grilled me she did three interviews like she handpicks the people who work there and uh, thank god spoofed me way through that as well I knew like I know what I'm talking about like, yeah, but at the same you were, time you were training you were working yeah it, it was just it working wasn't like, like you were lying yeah I wasn't lying but I wasn't really telling the truth either but anyway got the job in the gym in January of 2019 right and then literally said to myself I'm going to teach and then Again, I go back to my mum, who's a PE teacher. So I had some coaching background. Like, I've coached teams at home and yeah. younger kids and stuff like that with mum at the PE and the summer camps and stuff. So I'm not, like, completely blind to it. So I shadowed a guy, Derek, my, one of my best friends now, Derek Stratton. I shadowed him for two mo- two weeks in the gym teaching classes. And I taught my very first class, I think it was, like, February uh, 2019. Wow, that was your first class? My first New York class, I taught it in February 19. So I just turned, what was that, three years ago? So I was, about 28 or 20, uh, I think it was just turned 28, maybe. I'm not great with the man. I know either. So I, I think I was 28 when I taught my first class, right? And from that, I said, I'm going to teach as many classes as possible, I, I sub I, as many classes, and it just took off. All of 2019, I just worked my ass off. 2019, right? 2019, I worked my ass off. I got from, went from one class and one client up to, I think it was 12 classes a week and 16 clients. Wow, that's so, great. So, I I, I, I would always, I, I, I'm not a fitness instructor. Yeah. But every now and then when I'm in a class, I think to myself, like, I'd love to teach a class just because yeah. I reckon I'd be good at the, uh, the, yeah. cr- the crack the of crack it. The crack it is. It's just but crack. So, so as a performer, 
I'm wondering how much of a performance was it in like like what what were you what were you good at straight away what did you was like what was the learning curve for you when you started hitting those classes big learning curve big learning curve it was uh honestly it was unbelievable so, uh, so so just out of curiosity like your first couple of classes like what were the mistakes you were making a lot but nobody understood what i was saying so i got away with it <laughs> So, well, uh, you often can't understand people in the classes because the headsets are usually rubbish. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the microphone did not help things. Yeah, the headset not help. Like, I, I, like because I because I work in like uh you know like with sound and stuff yes. like that, uh, which is of course comical because I forgot my headphones, so I actually don't even know how this is sounding right Hopefully now. It but sounds all right. I sometimes I can't even handle the anxiety that I get in a fitness class when like the mic is annoying. Yes. It drives me nuts. <laughs> I know, it's so bad. It's so bad. So the gym, God love her, God, Heather, the boss, she was amazing, but like the sound system wasn't great. You know, it wasn't her fault because it was like the, the company's fault or whatever. But anyway, I'll never forget, right? I used to teach him one of my first classes. What was the class? Do you remember? Yeah, it was a, it was a, a an endure class, like an endurance class. Okay. You have the treadmills and the ski ergs oh, and right, the bike okay. and, and, the, and the sleds and the turf and all. It was great. And... I was explaining so we had a blackboard and you wrote like block one block two we had six blocks of work and I was writing on it and I was explaining what you were doing and I said the number eight so if any American listeners here are listening they don't know what I said I, that is the between seven and nine or half of 16 is the number eight that is like the one word what I say and nobody understands what I'm saying so at that time I said we're doing eight reps of this and I'll never forget there was 16 people in the class and every single head turned <laughs> to the side and they're like what the fuck did he just say there and I was like pause and I was like eight eight reps and they're still and the heads that were sides they went to the other side and they're like I still don't know what he just said it was like, like when you, like when you whistle nine. at a dog when you whistle at a dog and he's like what do you say the head tilt so we might as well get to the juicy stuff yeah the juicy stuff so oh, yeah. how does Peloton come about so Peloton didn't come then, it came after that, so in 2019, like the hustle part of it, like I'm, like hard work is just in me, like I'm not going to like sit just, I lay on the sofa for three days and watch TV, no problem, but like I have to earn that kind of thing, so all of 2019 I had to get up at 4.30am to get a bus, to get a train, to get a train, to get in for my 6am clients and classes, because I live in Sunnyside, Right. so 4.30 alarm clock for an entire year, get the 5am bus, it was just pure hard work hustle. Get back at like eight or nine o'clock because you, you taught. I taught six a.m. classes and clients and six p.m. classes and clients in the same day, and everything in between. So it was pure hard work. Did that for all of two thousand nineteen, and I said that at the start. I was going to hustle my ass off because I want to make it make it in New York City. And at that time, New York City fitness scene was so saturated. Like there were so many personal trainers. Yes, unbelievable. But they didn't look or sound like me. Right, so you feel you had a point of difference. Oh, massive. Like, and you had natural, you, you make a natural connection with yeah, people, right? Yeah, so again, even if they didn't really understand what I was saying, they, they, they liked the sound of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I walk in a room, you will either know it's me by looking at me, or if you hear me before you see me, you'll know it's me as well. So I'm kind of, I'd be the worst James Bond ever. Yeah, <laughs> fucking be terrible. I don't know if the world's ready for red. I don't know. I don't, think the, I don't think they need that. So I'll leave it, I'll leave it to Daniel Craig. Um, but anyway, um, so, did that, and then obviously 2020 happened. Right. March 2020. March The 20, world shuts down. The world shut down by that was some crack. So, March 2020. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Virtual. Everybody went, like, it was very funny. Within literally within a day, every single personal trainer in New York City became an online trainer. Right. So everybody was trying to figure out Zoom. And it was very funny because, like, the first person that figured it out and they're like, right, I'm going to teach, teach online classes on Zoom. How do you work this? Right. And then they figured out that person figured it out. The next person, like, how'd you do that? How oh, did this? Right. I'm going to do that too. And then everybody just I did know. it. Within and then a suddenly, week. like, suddenly Instagram stories are just full of, like, All I'm doing a live class, you yes. know? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> then. And then it was like, what time are you teaching at? I'm teaching at 7. Right, I'm going to teach at 6.30. Or I'm going to teach at 7.30. Like you didn't want to teach at the same time or day. And were you charging? Yeah, so I did this where I was doing five days a week. I was doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday was an IG live morning in the mornings. Right, so you were doing those IG lives. Yeah, I was doing IG lives. There was a lot of them. A lot of them, a lot of them. So I was doing IG lives Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and it was donation-based. So they can people Venmo me if they want it, whatever. People Venmo me 30, people Venmo me 5, somebody Venmo me 25 cent just for the crack, you know, like, right. <laughs> just for the banter. Like, So I did that, but then in, on Tuesday and Thursday evenings, I was doing Zoom classes, and it was kettlebells. So I was, at the time, 2019, I was learning a lot more about kettlebells and stuff. And obviously, it helped a massive because they're so versatile and yes. in a small space. Working with dumbbells too, both dumbbells and kettlebells. And the thing was then, I had a group that I said, right, I need you to stick with me for two months. And it was from the gym. Like, I, the, the people that was, I was teaching classes to in the gym came with me and did the Zoom. So did a program for two months and they literally doubled in strength, which was amazing. You mean like people coming on the class? Yeah. So the, the, there was 10, 10 girls, 10 of the women. By the way, if any listeners are wondering, there's New York City apartments. When the heat comes on, yes. it'll take you right back to primary school, like in the, in the rural yes. Irish Yes, yes. <laughs> you swear the, the boys beat that with the hurl there. Very old school, very old school heating systems here in New yes. York. But, but apartments are naturally hotter here. But yes. We won't get into that. No. That's another, that's that's another, another story. Yeah, so go ahead. Yeah. I just wanted to make them aware in case I they're know. getting distracted, because that, that's pretty loud. That is pretty loud. It's where you, there's, a, there's two hurls right beside it, too. It's where it was getting beat off it. But anyway, um, so long story short, I they, they doubled in strength, so it proved my point about the program and the different types of strength training. So I was like, I know what I'm talking about. This is great. <laughs> Good weather came. People started kind of going back to work. It was like a phase two or three. Like people yeah, started yeah. Back the to summer work. was a bit more open. A wee bit more. 2020 was a wee bit more open. One of the girls goes, why don't you teach it outside? I goes, Jesus, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> so on a Saturday, I think it was in June, I says, I put it on Instagram, it goes, I'm going to teach a free class outside for anybody who wants to come. And I had about 12 kettlebells at this stage. I bought a few bells for to teach, you know, and for myself here at home. Tucked the bells down, about 20 people showed up. And from I, this apartment? From, yeah, from this apartment Yeah, here. so four flights of stairs, oh, four I, floor walk up. Yes. Four flights of stairs, yes. 20 kettlebells. Yes. Yeah. How many trips up and down the stairs? A lot. Yeah. To, that's uh, a workout in that's itself. That is work, and you know what's even worse? 
taking them up after that. Yeah, right. <laughs> fucking brutal. So it gets even better than that. So anyway, that class was a success, right? So I said, right, I'll do it every Saturday at 10 a.m. And we had a very good, actually 2020 summers was, was very good. And you good. were going to this park here in the corner? Just down here in the corner, right? So I every Saturday I taught the class outside and more and more people kept coming. So then I go, well, I'll do it on Tuesday and Thursday and Saturday. So three times a week I would do a class outside, 6 p.m., 6 p.m., 10 a.m. It got to a point where so many people were coming I had to do two classes. And then one weekend I did three classes back to back. And nobody complained like in the park? No. No, because no, the the not many people were. Like, it was no permits and stuff like that was at that time, and there wasn't anybody out using it really. So oh, it was really? just me. Oh, it was just great. me. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Skate the skateboarders were using it there. That was it. But then nobody, everybody got to a point where everybody knew I was there on a Saturday, so nobody went. That was, <laughs> or nobody knew. That was your spot. That was my spot, and people would come and they'd line up outside watching it, like people walking by. They stop and stand there for ten minutes watching it. It was fucking unbelievable. But anyway, it got to a point where so many people coming. And I got my friend to come and video it. My friend's videographer, Malik, and he did an unbelievable job making videos. I put them up on Instagram, and the whole thing kind of went viral. And Oh, really? Yeah, like it, there's so many people come. Like There was one day, it was probably the highlight of 2020, other than getting the job, which I'll say now in a minute, getting the Peloton job. There was a weekend, I think in October, when a friend of mine, this coach, Darius from down Virginia, came up. He's like one of the best coaches in the country. Came up, he's a friend of mine. And we had nearly 80 people come through in two classes on that Saturday and it was just unbelievable crack. It was unbelievable. So that, then videos from that day caught the eye of Pelton. And then in August of 2020, they asked for, you know, would you like, you know, as in, that was the audition process that started. Wow. So it, I mean, it was like, really you were a viral, it was a viral hit. Yeah, so... And not, not viral as in um, TikTok, million, million, million views, but in the aspect of fitness in New York. Yeah. Because nobody had an outdoor class. And I, by, the, by this point. Well, nobody by, by, that big anyway, By this right? point, I'd bought 32 kettlebells, ranging from 10 kg all the way up to 60. So I had 10s, 12s, 14s, 16s, 18s, 20, 22, 24, 28, 32, 36, 40, 44, 48, 52, 56, 60. And we know how much of a struggle was it was you to get through all those numbers since yeah. you were so bad at figuring out L- your age. Literally, <laughs> literally. So I had a lot of kettlebells and a lot of flights of stairs. So you imagine we had to carry all wow. 32 up and down. But I will say after a point, the people who came to the class, they come early, help me carry them Help down you carry, that's great. So I'm like, all right, everybody grab a bell, let's go. <laughs> on, up you go, I'll meet you up there. So that helped a lot. And that kind of honestly built a bit of camaraderie and a bit of crack after, like, you know, people carry. So then they'd but be like, a, That's a genuine yeah. success story, organic yeah, story. Very organic, very. And, and that was pe- people then came for the crack. You know, it was literally everybody came on a Saturday, they knew, and then they go get brunch after. It was a thing where they come to class, then they had the coffee, and then they went and got brunch. It's like, it was just some great crack. So you probably missed that now, right? I do miss a bit of crack now, I'm not going to lie. Obviously, COVID, like, their in-person classes are kind of, you know, a bit funky still. But, uh, yeah, definitely, you do miss a bit of crack now, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Okay, so, now now, now you've gone from being an electrician in two seven, 2017 yeah. to auditioning for what I would consider to be the at, least, at least the A-plus tier. I, I'm not going to name other jobs, but mm-hmm. in the fitness world, I got to feel like working for Peloton is in there in that top tier. Yeah, everybody um, else sucks. Peloton's great. Yeah, but you know, but yeah, but in all seriousness, no, they it, are. It's, it's one of it's, the most high-profile fitness jobs yeah. that you can have. Yeah, yeah, right. It's, it is. I mean, it's up there with like when I was at 
a child and like these shows used to be on in the morning of like you know yeah. like you're up there as like a high profile fitness guy but yeah. but before before you're doing that you are auditioning yeah. were you aware of the like where was your head at with that yeah so just starting this here off like Peloton is unfucking believable like it's the top job it's the top fitness platform in the world like it is and they run a tight ship and it is uh probably the best company ever and, to work and like, for you're not going to be able to spoof them right no so, so, no so here's the thing you've gone from going in there confident in 2018 and and telling that company <laughs> yeah yeah i've done all this stuff yeah yeah but like you're not going to be able to no no and spoof. i knew that i knew that and i'd ask a couple of my friends you know what you know how because i did like the thing is when you're in ireland like growing up you're not really like going for auditions for stuff whether any job like you might send in a CV here and there yeah. but like I got my job through like a friend of a friend who like the GA like I hear go on give, go on start there now on a Monday he gets you a job that kind of thing but this here is like you need to know how to talk to people and stuff so it was a big learning curve like going through these audition process and interviews and stuff but I just said I'm just going to be myself so what you don't like of, me yeah and, like. and like in that first audition what did you feel they were trying to find out about you? Just trying to find out me because, uh, you know, like, what's my story and, like... Well, you clearly have a good story. Yes, the story's great. Like. The story's good. <laughs> so, um, I was just being myself and ta- 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 um, talking where I came from and what, what I do and, like, what I think about fitness and all that there stuff. So, clearly went well. Here we are. And a year later, I'm working for them. So Yeah. <laughs> How many auditions did you have to do? Um, I think it was spread out over about five months. Really? Yeah, it, 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 took, it took a minute. Like, again, but it's very, if you think about it, it's it's done for the right reason. It's the right way. Like, they're not going to hire, they can't hire somebody like, you know, just after a couple of one or two meetings in a week or two. Like, you need to really figure out what the the best situation is for that person. What can we do and how can we use, use me as the best, you know, best way possible kind of thing. So I understood, I understand now, like, the reasoning behind it or whatever. And honestly, it's better for me because now, then I appreciate it more and I understand what I have to do and like the job I have to live up to kind of thing. So how nervous were you Very. the first time that you had a live class? I was very nervous, but then I was trying to bring it back to like my Gaelic football playing days and I was lucky I played in a couple of very big matches. So like the nerves, I try and relate back to the GA days and like the nerves are good, you know, but I know what I'm doing. I'm going to be all right. Like as long as I'm I know, but when you're playing, so here's the thing. When you're playing GAA, because I know that feeling, mm-hmm. you know, very limited sports experience. But, <laughs> you know, I, I I have similar feelings before I do a stand-up gig yeah. to like when I was playing rugby, like in Blackrock yeah. College, right? Yeah. And Black I Rock. always had to go to the loo. Yeah, uh, always. <laughs> I, I always had some there. digestive issues. Yeah, uh, but I didn't have to talk. That's right. Right. That's so right. now, now I know from comedy that when you have to talk, <laughs> sometimes your mouth gets dry. Yes. Sometimes. So so how how. How did you deal with that? Oh, I'm not gonna like honestly looking back now. The class, so my premiere class, it was on the tread. It oh, went the tread. It was, was the, the first tread. Class. Yeah, it went. On the tre- it was on the tread, and honestly, it went very well. It did, and it it as close to like as good as I could have wanted it to go. Nothing really went wrong. It was great. Looking back now, I'm like, thank God, I <laughs> fuck, because it was it's it was so hard. Like I, I'm trying to explain this to like anybody. Like I am running on the tread. On a, running on a treadmill and I'm taking the class. It's not where before we're like, I'm just standing there telling you what yeah, to do. Yeah, because you can't walk around the different people doing kettlebells being like, uh, yeah, work this, on your form yeah, there, no, no. you know, straighten up your back. You're on the treadmill. Yes, when I'm doing a, t- a hit and, uh, class. By the way, are you being honest about the, the speed? 
fuck yeah. <laughs> hey, you, you know I, I can't I'm, hide. The, I'm looking at Ali Love on that bike because she's like, yeah, you want to be about 35 to 45. I was like, let me see yours, Ali. No, let, me <laughs> let me see what you're at right now. Let me now. see what you're doing now. <laughs> yeah, well, Ali's a beast. Ali's a beast. Shout out to you, Ali. Love Ali Love. Uh, Darn you, don't be doing that there. Sorry, Dougal's trying to eat the microphone here. Dougal, what's up? What's the, up? The, the, the puppy uh, Rottweiler. Yeah. Yeah, so, so sorry. So you're really doing oh, the class. No. And I, and I uh, guess... It, it, to be honest, I, I would never accuse any of yeah. the Peloton people for not being on the dip. But like, I would have no problem personally yeah. with them not going up yeah. as much because they need to take it easy. But the thing about the treadmill is you can't really hide on it. No, you can't. Right? That Adrian Williams, but he doesn't be going at that high speed though. Yeah, playing. but you know, like, it <laughs> <laughs> doesn't be taking Adrian there. No. You, so, 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 okay. I so uh, look, I, I just want to talk a little bit about class one. Actually, let me, let, let me step back just a touch. Cause I want to, I want to set the scene. Cause as somebody who like really enjoys Peloton, yeah. you know, I was a Peloton before the pandemic. So, you know, obviously when you're coming in to a Peloton class in 2019, as an instructor, yeah, I mean, I'm talking about the bike, but there's 25 people or whatever there is in there on a bike. So you're walking into a class that feels familiar, mm. right? Whereas you're coming in in 2020 or 2021, whenever you started, and it's just a studio. Yeah. And you know that it's going out to all these screens, yeah. Yeah. but it's pretty lonely in there. Yeah. So... I, it must have been nerve-wracking. Yeah, yeah. And you know from... What are you seeing, it? by the way? I don't know how much you're allowed to say because I, I, I don't want to like step on the toes of the sanctity of what yeah, Peloton no, is. Yeah, no, no. I'll try and keep a PG here. No, but. no, no. But no. But what I'm saying is like when you walk into the studio, obviously you've done tests and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But like what are you seeing when you're walking in? Well, just no, like the studio, it's, it's a thread there and then obviously you have the camera. So the same as like a, a, a studio set. Like but there's, it's there's no cameraman in there, right? It's no, it's just the yeah, the, the tech team is like up in the other room, yeah. Whatever, but it's, it's just the cameras, or whatever. It's like you think of it like a, the Tonight Show, late late show. You know, you yeah. have the cameras there, and you can see the red dots. You're following the tally light, or whatever. But somebody like, as in an Irish person who is used to having the crack, feeding off people's energy to going into a room where there's nobody, just you and the camera. That was probably the hardest part. Of that was it. a big transition. That was the big one. That was the big transition. That was the hardest part to get used to. Um. But now, you know, now teaching live and you have the leaderboard and especially getting the feedback from members on Instagram. So if you, you, it's a subconscious thing, you know, people are there now, you know, some of the names of the people in the classes and stuff. So it's, it is, it's, it's, uh, you get better at it. Obviously, you, as time you start goes on. to feel that virtual connection. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it actually yeah. inspires you. Yeah. Yeah. So just going back to the numbers of if I'm running the speed, if I'm teaching a hit class and we're sprinting, I am absolutely fucking sending that shit. Like I am going flat out, like. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't really hide it. Whatever class I'm teaching, I'm going all in. Like now, is, uh, you know, sometimes I get, I haven't done the treadmill much nowadays, but when I'm in the treadmill, sometimes I really feel like I need to concentrate to not like fall off. Well, no, you know, but just yeah, just, no, just to like, just not to like lose my stride. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. But like, I gotta consider that uh, like a difficult thing where you, not only you're on the treadmill running the class, but you got these names going. Yeah, yeah. What what do you do? <laughs> it's a lot happening at once. I'm not gonna lie, and it's very hard to explain to people like what I do. Look, there's as a lot job. of multitasking there's going. So on. much multitasking because you have the cameras, and then you have the the time, like clocks, and what we're doing, and what we're teaching, what I'm saying, and I'm actually running at this point of all of this happening, trying to breathe and stuff. So learning how to breathe properly and yeah. stuff. Like the breath work is a big, obviously, you know, too, like when you're talking all the time and trying to get the jokes across, like you need to know how to breathe properly. So that was a that was another learning curve. I think I'm doing all right at it so far. So so far so good. But that was definitely one of the learning points as well. Yeah. How <laughs> how much does a virtual high five mean to you? 
means a lot. <laughs> it means a lot. You know, I, I, I was teaching a class, so not, not a high five, but I was teaching like one of my first classes, like I, again last year, and uh, Ali Love was in my class. Like she was on her treadmill at home running in my class, and it was like Miss Ali Love came up, and it was her photo. But like I was running, and it caught my eye, and I was like, shout out. Miss Ali Love, shout out to you. I didn't, like, I was like, is that Ali Love? Is that Ali Love taking my class? Like, it, wasn't her. it was her. Because <laughs> I met her in the, I met her in the, in the changing room, like, the, the, the couple of days later, and she's like, no love? Like, I didn't give her, like, a proper, like, shout out Ali Love, you know, uh, taking my class. I was like, shout out Ali Love, you know, good work. You know, like, but you she, didn't think it was her. I didn't think it was her. And then after, I it was like Miss Ali Love thirty six. Yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> she tagged me then in the photo in, in the post after the class, and I was like, Ali Love, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I actually didn't think it was you. And that was a, that was a real fan girl moment right there. Yeah, like, sure. Yeah. I would I would think that 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 that's a part of it. Yeah. Uh, when you go in there, so I mean, wouldn't you say that one of the benefits of working in the United States is that people are more comfortable with enthusiasm here? So yeah, that, that, that has to help with the, especially in the in the virtue, you know, in the nobody live in the class, like physically yeah. in the class to help yeah. you. Uh, it's got to help that the the American Peloton culture the people are very they love it. You know, they're very enthusiastic, and they and they again the high fives. I love good high five. I'm like the high five master. I won the class. I'm like throwing out the high fives, but no, they are very, and it's it's they're. You know, as a Peloton member, like it's the culture is great. Like the members are amazing. They're so supportive. Like if you're if you hit a PR or your class is like a milestone five hundredth ride or whatever, they celebrate you. Like it is very very good. The community is amazing. Um, so yeah, definitely. There, there's a difference between like obviously the Irish <laughs> uh, enthusiasm and American enthusiasm is definitely a wee bit different now. For yeah, sure. you know, because you know sometimes people are cynical about these fitness things, but the way I describe it is, I had an experience recently. I always thought that the scooter, you know, like the electric scooters yeah, yeah. were like the dorkiest thing of all time. And then you call me I, here. I was very, no, but I was very judgmental about, uh, about the electric scooters. Yeah. And then I was in Richmond, Virginia, and there was all these like electric scooters. Right, you know, they, with the apps. Yeah, yeah. Bird. And, uh, oh, that means. Yeah, all that. So I used one. They are the coolest thing They're of all unbelievable. time. <laughs> They're unbelievable. They're the coolest thing of all time. Yeah. And now I use them. Anytime I see them, I use them. Yeah. And I feel like, uh, particularly with Irish people, but just there's a cynicism with certain people about virtual fitness. And let's face it, sometimes people can be cynical about you know things like Peloton because they feel like, oh, they Peloton, yeah. you know, like, oh, I'm not going to be one of these people sitting in front of a screen. Yeah. But I promise you, you, you will have the, you will have the same exact experience that I had with the scooter. Yeah. Because by the way, I never <laughs> had a cynicism a about uh, Peloton. I, I bought that bike pretty early <laughs> and like I, I absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah. But the minute that you're in, the, the one thing I, I have to say, and I, I'd be curious to know what your awareness is on the other side yeah. but for me when i have the headphones on and i'm on the bike uh and and by the way i, I i'm not getting any money from peloton I'm, I'm, there's like a genuine love for it yeah uh when you're on the bike it's amazing how much of an experience you're it's having even though you're sitting in yeah. your your apartment yeah now how, how much of that what what's the feeling like for you on the other side Oh, it's. Do you get uh, lost in it? Yeah, like the people who are in the class. Yeah, the endorphins is. Oh, it's unbelievable! Like it's absolutely flying. Like the the. Uh, sorry, Dougal's again coming over. <laughs> He's so inquisitive. <laughs> no, like the experience as a t- as the t- the instructor teaching the class, 
the endorphins are flying. Like, it's such a buzz. You know, from being like on stage yes. and uh, people laughing and it's just class. It's such a, it's unbelievable. But then as a member myself, like, I gave the bike is literally sitting here right beside us. Um, and running on the tread as well. Like it's unbelievable. Like the setup is class, the big screen and the sound and everything. It's so, it, uh, probably the best way of saying it is an experience. I like the newer bike. The nicest new, new bike's nice, isn't it? This is nicer than my bike. I know it is nice. Very nice. That's my bike. You're not, you're not taking it. Yeah, I know. I just, <laughs> I, I actually haven't seen the, the, the newer bike now that we're looking at Take it. Take a good look at it there. It's unreal, isn't it? Yeah, it's good, man. It's pretty. I need, I need to upgrade. Yeah. So, uh, but definitely. And then, like, I, would you, when you take the class, and then even you, as an instructor and also a member, when somebody high fives you on the leaderboard, you're like, oh, thank God. You know, I'm going to high five a person back. And then you're like competing against, and you see that person that passes you out in the leaderboard, and I'm like, that motherfucker. I'm going to get him. And then you're trying to keep push your output and get like. Well, I always just say that they're still cycling when we're doing weights. They're cheating. Yeah, yo, see, I shout out, yo, you people, that when the class is over, when they're like, the, the, it's coming to the cool down, and you're still like pedaling yeah, yeah. up that hill. You're trying to get up. Yeah. The, listen, man, no. hey, don't talk to yo. me. I got a whole, no. one day I'm going to do a gig for yeah. Peloton. I'm going to talk about all the nonsense. You know, like, so we're doing, you know, bike and weights. There's plenty of classes that don't have weights yeah. in the program. Yeah. So why are you doing bike and weights? <laughs> and you're clearly like, you're you're trying to whip up the leaderboard, yeah. the leaderboard when I'm doing weights and I, I'm hustling hard with the weights and I yeah. gotta be honest, I I got heavier weights on the back of my bike than originally came with the. Yeah, I, I'm working hard <laughs> on the weights. So why are you flying up the leaderboard? I had my eye on you, yeah, I know. Je- Jeffrey, uh, Jeffrey Indianapolis seventy six. Yeah. I had my eye on you. And we were neck and neck. How the hell did you jump? 20. 20 spots ahead of me yeah. while we're doing the weights. I know who you are. I've made yeah. up that name, by the way. I, I know. Really... I don't know who Jeffrey is, but, but shout out Jeffrey if that's your name. <laughs> yeah, I, I made him up. So, uh, all right. So, yeah. I, got, I want to focus now because i got a couple of questions. Yeah. No, so, think... since we're doing all these comparisons between performance, yeah. I hate when I, well, not I hate, but if the demand is good enough that I have to do a second show, like a late show, yeah. I find the late show very tough because I've given it my all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that like? To, that you have to be on more than just one class a day, or how do you how do you get yourself in the zone where you might actually be physically tired, but that can't be the message that you're putting out. Yeah, it was a big it was a big learning curve too. You know, I have to show up and teach the class, like the class, every class. Like I can't go in and be like, ah, oh, I don't really want to teach today. I'm, I'm tight. I'm tired. I'm a little today. tight yeah. today. Like, fair enough, if you're really tired of something wrong, you might, you know, you'll try your best, your energy might be off just a wee bit, you know, and they might maybe, might come through the screen, but you're trying your best to, like, smile, be there, be happy, and give the best class every time. So, obviously, Pelton is amazing where they they know this, so they're, like, trying to help me as much as possible, make sure that I'm fit to teach the class as best possible. But, if yeah, if you, and again, I, I give my all every class, like, I'm not holding by, I'm not really thinking I'm going to save myself this class for the next class, I'm like, I'm going to send it here, I'm going to fucking send it in the next class as well, and hope for the best, but, yeah, like, uh, the other thing is, if you're a member here taking the class, right, you're giving it your all, right, so you give 100%, I'm teaching the class, and I'm giving 100% as well, but you have the performance side of it too, yes, it's exhausting. and that's another 100 so realistically, when I finish class, and it's a hard one, I am wrecked. Like, you just, like, you come down off a high. So you're just, you sit down, you're like, oh my God, I'm wrecked. Like, you know, it takes me, you really do have to recharge after. So it's, it is a lot. It's so much energy output. It's probably the best way. But did you ever, did you ever 
get the balance wrong and like run out of breath where you couldn't talk? Yeah, there was one class. I think it was there was it was a rehearsal. That's what it was like when I was doing was rehearsal. I did a, oh, I can't it was like a sixty minute boot camp or whatever, and it was a big, you know, it was hard. Like I think it was advanced, and I was like, oh, this is advanced. Like, I'm gonna fucking this is advanced. Like I want to, I'm a big dog. Like I can do this, and I, I did it. <laughs> but then I come off the tread like that one of the last blocks, and I was literally out of breath. Like couldn't talk, couldn't really talk. Yeah, and I was like, I <laughs> sent it a wee bit too hard here, Daniel. <laughs> Maybe let's not do that the next time. Yeah, that was that was a learning curve. I was like, all right, let's not not do that. But I I'm the type of person where I have to learn the hard way anyway. I mean, me too. So I'm like, there's people when I was running, when I was doing like a bit more long distance running. Yeah, people always like follow a woman because a woman will stick to the plan. Don't yeah. follow a guy. <laughs> Don't follow a guy because you'll start trying to pass each other out. <laughs> like trying to do a marathon, you're like a mile two. That bastard's not gonna pass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> start fucking booting and sprinting for mile three. Yeah, yeah. Women will stick to the plan. They're so good. They are, yo, shout it all you women uh, alright let me ask you a few quick questions because I've taken up a lot of your time not a bit I uh, chat all day do, do you happen to remember like the best can people comment um, people can't comment right in the class yeah no they can't comment in the class but like you know your Facebook groups after and Instagram and stuff you can like tag and all that and comment what, do, do you is there any standout moments of like somebody like writing the funniest thing or anything like that oh yeah sure I get message at least I would say between one and five times a week, I get a message somebody saying, I didn't have a clue what you said in that class, but it was great. Thanks very much. <laughs> Literally, like, or like, I understood half what he's saying, or I only understood a couple of words, or whatever. Like, people are still getting to used to getting used to your accent. Obviously, with when I'm excited and I'm talking more and I'm out of breath, it's we might be a wee bit harder yeah, to yeah, understand yeah. too. But like, I definitely get a lot of messages where like they didn't understand, but they loved it. And have, have people memed you? Oh, yeah. A lot of memes? Yeah, yeah. What kind of stuff do you get? I come out of a class. Oh, <laughs> I come out of a class over two, three weeks ago, and I had a, and a, it was a hit run or hit cardio or something, and I came out of it, and I was taking an IG story, and it was, really, it was only like a two-second one, and I was like, turn the camera, and I was like, what the fuck just happened? And then like, stop, like that was it, like, what the fuck just happened? I think it was Peloton memes or some of them, like Instagram accounts come on and like screen recorded it, and then was like, after a Daniel, Daniel McKenna class and it was me saying what the fuck just happened <laughs> but that's great right? that was great I'm, now, I'm here for it I'm like they, you know, they like funny. that yeah yeah no it's, that's here Cody is like the Peloton meme king like he's so many memes about him like it's yeah. you know but he, he makes the memes like he's hilarious you know But I, so I don't mind like I'm here for them you know and like I even try and create a couple of myself whatever I, and I had another one I think it was before I was doing a pre-show and I was like I said I was like standing there like how do you think this is going to go? You know, like, so then they cut that and we're like, put it before, like, Daniel, uh, 10 minute arms and shoulders class. How do you think that's going to go? You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you so know? you become, yeah. and now how are you dealing with the, the, the fame? Well, it's, I love it. It's great. Yeah. You like the attention? I, yeah, uh, but like, I'm trying to word this in the right way. Like, I am teaching the same job as Cody Rigsby. Cody Rigsby has a million followers on Instagram. I don't have a million followers. That's because you're not on the bike, Dan. Yeah, well, we're, we're not, you know, we'll, we'll see. But you'll have your time we'll have you on the bike. Yeah. So, but I'm with, like, Ali Love, Tunde, Adrian, Jess. Like, there's so many superstars of caliber people here. Again, I'm still only kind of the small fry at the, at the minute. We're still small fish in the big pond kind of thing. So, I'll take, I, again, people do recognize me, recognize me sometimes as street and it's great and all. Like, again, I'm 
pretty inconspicuous here with the red hair and accent. Yeah, so yeah, pretty obvious. Me. Pretty fucking obvious. So I do love it, and I'm here for it. And touch wood, now nothing, no bad, and it's happened yet, or whatever. So I love it. But again, I it keeps me very humble. One, the Irish in me and my Irish friends. They don't belong pulling you back down to earth. Of course, yeah. And then also when you like think about it, Cody Rigsby was on Dance with the Stars, like so. But you could be next. Hey, Dance with the Stars was good. Dude, dance with I tell you, man, Dance with I did it in Ireland. You did it. That's right. You did. I it in did Ireland. it in Ireland. It'll be the most fun. Like, cause you're in the, you're in the world of fitness, but like yeah. Dancing with the Stars is it's amazing. Yes. You, don't. You, yeah. I'm not saying that. he did well, right? He got towards yeah, the end. He, he Cody got Rigsby. third. He got third. I should have won it. <coughs> I'm a yeah. My my fiance is really big, Cody Rigsby. I like Cody Rigsby when I'm in the mood to dance. I love Cody Rigsby. You know, um, there, oh, actually there was there was uh, oh god there was something else I I wanted to ask you, but it it, it doesn't matter. I got it distracted by the the Dancing with the Stars yeah. and Cody Rigsby. Okay, am I allowed to ask? Are you hoping to get on the bike? Oh, well, here again the the the. The, I'll do anything in me like you know I'll teach on a chair if they want me to teach on, I'll teach on the bike like you know no yeah. me, like I'll go because I, I when I was at my peak Peloton before I had a few injuries unrelated to Peloton by the way uh, yeah, unrelated no yeah but uh, I was obsessed with I was nearly going to reach out to Peloton myself and say would you have a series of like comedians running classes with a, with a, with a disclaimer that yeah. this is less about the fitness, more yeah. about the entertainment, but yeah. that that it would be yeah. a class, perhaps like yeah. you know the way they do some of those live DJ sets, yeah. Uh, that perhaps it's like a comedian and an instructor together, yeah. But that it's kind of like a little bit of a roast of the instructor and yeah. a bit of fun and you know jo- like Peloton yeah. jokes. Yeah, they they hired uh, they hired one. What's that? They hired one. <laughs> Me, <laughs> you, yeah, but. uh <laughs> but but but, would you like to get on on the bike? Yeah, yeah, of course. Like it's uh, it's, a, and I look at it as another challenge then as well. Like I love a good challenge. You see, so even the fitness aspect of doing more bike workouts, being fit to teach the bike too. And again, the Peloton bike members are serious members. Like you know, they know what they know what they're talking about, and they know what they want when it comes to a bike class. So that challenge of of trying to meet that expectation too, as well, would drive me on. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Sir. Yeah, I'd like to see you on the bike. Last question. Uh, I mean, in within there, so you're in there. You're, I mean, it's a pretty cool place to work, right? Yeah, you're you're, you're in like a high high profile, high. It's got to be like just a lot of pressure in terms of like fitness, right? So, is is there an is there a competitive atmosphere in there? Because obviously everybody has their different strengths, but like, is there a sense of people being aware of other people's success and popularity and wanting to emulate that? Yeah, well, when you walk into a room with Adrian Williams there and he's no t-shirt on, you know, you kind of are like, <laughs> I'm just going to keep my top on here, yeah? Uh-huh. And I, I, I'm, I'm talking about a healthy level of competitiveness, uh, yeah. but is no, there a sense is, of uh, each instructor sort of pushing each other on? It is, the, the community aspect of the instructors like again it's like if we're do- if everybody's doing well we're all doing well like there's no there's not it's not like oh i'm gonna do really well and hope you do really bad like that's not the way it go yeah. operates like because we you know everybody does well we all do well was it all oh, the rising tide ra- raises, raises all, all boats. boats so like that's that very much the mentality and me as a new person on board with all as we call it, the dream team like um mariana kira nico uh, Callie, Rad, Marcel, and Kirsten, and Camilla, who that was we all onboarded at the one time, right? Launched there last year. So, us, us, all of us newbies, 
and then along with all the, the, the English and German instructors that was on board then after us, the OGs were very, like all the other older instructors were so supportive of us and they're like, do you need anything? You let us know. Like, you want to get a coffee? Ask any questions. You have any questions about programming, like uh, teaching, anything like that, let us know. They were so supportive to us and like the 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 help that we got was second to none. Like, so there, the, there's no, there's it's competitive in a way of, also, we need you to do well. Like, come on, like, yeah. you know, raise your game or step up, like, you know, and they, we would take each other's classes. Obviously, when we started, like, <laughs> um, that's class, said class that Ali Love took. I was like, you know, first of all, Ali, sorry for not calling you out there properly. Second of all, uh, any points? Any, point, yeah, any pointers? Like, what did I do wrong? Did she have know? any pointers? No, she said it was great. So, have you had any feedback from people like that? Uh, or have you asked any of them? You don't have to name who, but have you had anything that was like like a light bulb moment of like, oh, yeah, I never thought of that? Um. Well, taking obviously when you take other people's classes, like you know, oh geez, that was that was a good thing there. I might take that into into a class or whatever. And uh, but uh, no, like it's it's trying to make it as fun as possible and that kind of thing too. But um, no, just like have you remained, have you remained injury free throughout the whole time? Yeah, for the most part, touch wood now. Thank God. Yeah, wood, that's that's a, that's like an occupation. Yeah, place, literally, it? it's trying. I'm like. Now I'm like I, Daniel don't get injured Yeah that's, Don't that's, get that's, injured So that's the goal That's goal I mean, number I one I feel that And I don't even Like I'm not, yeah, I'm, not no. I'm not employed In sports and fitness But yeah. I'm obsessed With not not getting injured Yeah that's the goal Every day Not get injured uh, But that's it's. But obviously Trying to Show the members You know Work out Work out Work out But you need to look after that body If you need to take a rest day Take a rest day You know Go take a, Go take Mariana's yoga class there Instead of My hit class Like there's two very <laughs> Opposite ends of the spectrum there Like if you need a chill out day Go do it More for chill out workout Kind of thing Now the last question I'll ask Because I actually I have a bit in my show About my mother Dying Yeah uh, oh. About having Emotional breakdowns While spinning uh, Or not emotional breakdowns Sorry like Like uh like ex- just crying, yes. like really strong tears out of nowhere. Uh, is that a phenomenon that translates to the uh, tread and the, the tread and the as strength. much? Um, like, have you had people message you saying, "I was in the middle of your treadmill class and I just started uh, breaking down, breaking crying. down, crying"? No, so that specific thing is that has really? not happened. Where see, I I think I wouldn't really be teaching that kind of a class maybe i am more like i do a lot more boot camps and stuff where if they were crying it might be because it was so fucking hard they're burning <laughs> yeah their legs are burning no but uh no it's again it's 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 it the uh, it's been great so far and people i, I said in class i'm like if you need to curse me out get it out of your system come on ahead i'm irish i'm re- i'm redhead and irish like i'm well used to. i have a thick skin so fuck, get it out of your system uh but uh, no, there's been the feedback has been amazing so far. And have you ever seen any great videos of people with the headphones on, where like they might be in your class, but like their husband or their wife is like secretly filming them, and they're like saying like hilarious stuff? Yeah, there's been a um, uh, there's been a few funny moments of like there's these two girls, Trishy Boom Boom and Amanda. Shout out to you, pair. They're like regulars. They're, they're regulars in my class, and uh, I think Amanda literally got the thread after Trish Trish started taking my classes, and then Amanda was like. I need to get this thread. So she got the thread. <laughs> and uh, they'd be texting before, during, and after the class. And it's like a running commentary. And uh, it's just comical. Like I, oh, I, so they've, you've seen the screenshots? Uh, they, they screenshot it and then they tag me. And I was, remember the, one of the first ones was like, there's a couple of months in, they're like, 
Remember when he started and we took his first class and we couldn't understand a word he was saying and now it feels like he speaks directly to my soul. <laughs> you know, that kind of their stuff that I find is fucking hilarious, you know, so they do be giving a running commentary and then people now like are kind of anticipating it after a class. I like, they'll repost, uh, they'll tag me and I repost it. Like I kind of live for it. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, that's great. The, the interaction though is great. Oh, it's All unbelievable. And I, I, I try and get through as many, obviously the mess, there's quite a few messages, like there is a lot. So I try to get through as many as possible after class and stuff like that. But again, I just try and make it as funny as possible. Like if they're having a good time they're going to enjoy themselves and even the stories like the banter when I go into the, the, the green room like before during or after classes or whatever with the other instructors like I'm just trying to make it have the crack like you know make the make the, the behind the scenes funny kind of thing on Instagram and yeah 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 that. so because they, they love all that too so you know uh, just trying to yeah try and be me as much as possible and bring the laughs now do you this is the last thing do, do you think if you went back to Ireland now and you did a class. I don't even mean a Peloton class. I just mean like 20, 30 people in a room doing like one of your classes. Do, do you think you would notice a, a, a difference in the enthusiasm? Do you think it would be harder for you to break through the cynicism barrier? Oh, I'd say there'd be a few guys telling me to go fuck myself. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, we're going to do burpees here. Oh, my fuck, doing burpees. <laughs> That's probably what you hear from Biden. No, I found that before I get back to Ireland, I'll do like a fitness class. And yeah. I'm like, wow, Jesus. You know, they, yeah. they won't. Like, you know, the way here, you'd be like, like, is everybody ready? And we'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's fuck yeah, up. Yeah, they'd be like, yeah, yeah, just go. And they're like, are you ready? I don't think so. Go on ahead. Please, just yeah. start. Start trying to get this over. Yeah, it's like so awkward. <laughs> yeah, literally. But I, I, I will say, I'll shout, I will shout out to the, there's been a big upshift in the Irish at home with fitness, especially with COVID and, and not been fit to go to the gyms and stuff. So they've definitely trying a lot harder and, and people online and all that. And they, they're trying to do it as much as they can from home and stuff. So f- shout out and, to them folks. But I think it's, it, there's the, it's just, the, you know, the difference. In, it's the way we talk like at home and Irish people talk so much differently to Americans. And like, even if we say, you know, are you ready to go? And they're like, ah, I think so. Go on, hurry up until I get out of here. They say that, but like they do, they, they're ready for it. They just don't want to let on that they're ready for it. Yes, you know? Whereas yeah. here, they're like, they'll fucking tell you how they feel. Like, I'm rocking ready to go. Let's go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And you're, you're definitely less inclined to get a round of applause at the end of your class. Yeah. In, in, in Ireland. Yeah. The buy will work out beside the door because you know when the class over, he's yeah, forced out to just door. get out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Whereas here, they'll be like trying to get front and center so they get close to you, you know? And, and, uh, I'll tell you what else. You're more likely to get BO at a class. <laughs> I'm fucking tell you, man. <laughs> fucking tell you, man. Literally, I. Literally, I. You got the fellas coming in with like the O'Neill's jersey from training the night yeah. before. Still like a bit of, bit of gr- grass stains. Oh. Grass stains on the arse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the white shorts. <laughs> and then the big fucking grass stain inside of the arse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, has it washed like fucking one. All right, so uh, so let us let, let the listeners know what your uh, Instagram is and everything. Uh, yeah, it's the, the Irish Yank. The Irish Yank. The Irish Yank. On Instagram. Instagram. Send uh, them. Twitter, me- I think it's Daniel Yankee. Meme them up. Uh, sadly in Ireland no Peloton yet but hopefully it'll come one day but but more importantly tell everybody that an Irishman is is killing it in in the world of Peloton and um, yeah thanks so much for doing the pod yo thanks for having me this this has been great thank you thank you thank you thanks guys Um, I said a lot at the beginning so there's no need to say anything now hit me up on Instagram go check out the show add the Irish Yank on Instagram and we'll be back next week uh and uh next week maybe we'll well uh actually i don't know what we're going to talk about next week but 
Maybe I'll try to get Steve back on. Stephen Mullen. He's just started doing a new show. You should check that out too, by the way. Tomorrow night in Smock Alley. Um, he's doing a one-man show. I forgot the name of it. But uh, you should Google that um, and uh, check out his show. All right, guys. We'll see you soon. Thanks. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.